of Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode eight of Married at First Sight. You can get out of this. Okay. So before we get into it, I just need to hit you with what is it now? A tale at the top. So I introduced this little segment last week. Uh, well, last episode, I should say. And um, basically, it's just an anecdote about what's going on uh, recently and all that good stuff. And then we will get to what you've all been waiting for. And uh, actually, th- this episode was okay. Um, it was all right. Not, not, a, not a lot of notes. And also, this was probably the quickest uh, review that I've done with uh, Married at First Sight, because again, like I've said, it usually takes me around three to four hours just because I'm just stopping and I'm stopping at every turn and not because I have to take all these notes. It's because they, somebody says something and it just triggers me and I'm like, oh my God, let me write this down. (laughs) So I don't forget, but, uh, but yeah, so, but before, again, before we get into it, just give you a little something at the top. So, um, all right, so with, okay, so I kind of did an okay job with my introduction, parts one and two, and if you haven't listened to that, please go back uh, in the episode catalog and uh, listen to it so you know, so you can get caught up with why I did this, why I'm doing this, and why I will continue to do this until, you know, I get bored or something like that, <laughs> but, um, or maybe if bigger opportunities come my way you know gotta gotta put in some uh positivity there too but um essentially i just wanted to other than itching to get back into podcasting uh i wanted to like really chronicle my dating experiences just because in that realm just because just some of the stories and just things that i just i just experienced is what forms my opinion on women and on dating and all that stuff, and I just don't want people to just think that my attitude or anything like that just comes out of nowhere, comes of reasoning, and we're gonna get to that in a second, but yeah, it, and just, just some of the things, it's just like, oh man, because I know a lot of people are like, man, you're a great guy, I don't know why you put, you don't put yourself out there, and I do, and when I do, I get results like what I will tell you in just a moment, and I'm like, see, it's not like, yeah, we know that women get a lot of flack. I mean, not a lot of flack, uh, a lot of shit from guys and all that stuff. You know, hey, hey, sexy or hey, whatever. And you just get inundated day in and day out. And your DMs and your emails are all flooded with just douchebags and stuff. And I get it. But, yo, guys get it, too. And I know there's some guys out there that just like just brush it off. They're just like, yo, whatever, man, I'll just get another chick. I'm good. But there's some dudes, i.e. me you know, who take rejection personally. And it's it's hard to uh, uh, circumvent yourself out of that, you know, to get you out of that funk and be like, yo, it's just another chick. Because I guess guys don't, well, I shouldn't say that. Like me, I don't really uh, consider, you know, just chicks to be just chicks. I mean, yeah, there's there's a plethora of women out there but at the same time, I don't necessarily treat them as just like fodder where it's like, OK, I go to one and then 
if one rejects me, I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, you weren't, you know, you you weren't all that anyway. Let me go to this other chick. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Because me being, I guess, you know, shy or whatever. Like if I'm if I have the guts or whatever to interact with you, that means like I'm like really into you, and whatever you give back, you know, it rejection wise, it's gonna hurt or be negative. And that's okay. I'm, I don't. I, you don't need to uh, placate me to not hurt me or whatever. Like if you're not interested in me, you're not interested in me. That that's fine. You can go about your business. But it's just like for me, I'm just like, oh man. You know, I get down in the dumps for like a couple hours, maybe like a day. You know, all right. Let who are we kidding ourselves? But like a week or so. <laughs> like I'm I'm in the dumps and I'm just like, damn man. Like I wish that that would have uh, went down e- easier. Which is I don't know. It, it's just weird because I've always uh use the analogy not analogy but just scenario of like i don't know why girls like guys who just okay let's say you're in a club right like say you let's say you're a woman in a club okay and like a guy let's say me keeps looking at you whatever and i don't like step up to you or like maybe if i do and then you're like nah nah i'm good you're you know like you're all right and then i just walk away and you're like oh my god like i'm hurt and then i just go away (laughs) and whatever like i'll i'll get the flack like man this this that dude wasn't nothing but if you see if you're watching another guy just like hollering at every other chick within the thing like ooh it, within the club and then he eventually gets to you and you're like yo what's good you know and you're like nah i'm all right you're like all right whatever and then he just keeps going around to other chicks it's like you know that first guy i.e. me or whatever was like, man, I wanted to speak with you, even though there's mad chicks in here, but like you rejected me, which is fine. Again, you don't need to placate. And I like, I left. Like, man, my night is ruined. Or like, man, I really thought you were something special, but okay, you didn't go out with me. That's cool. But like, you saw that other dude, and he might get more props just because like he's going. You know, he 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 had the nerve to speak to you, but at the same time, he just he just saw you as like girl number eighty seven of the night, like alright, whatever. But like girl ninety six, he finally got um some answers, and then like he's like, alright, cool, I'm you know I'm taking her to bed. You know what I'm saying? There's a meeting in my bed, in my bed. You know what I mean? And then like that's it. So like, why does that guy get more props just because he's a mover and a shaker? But the first dude gets uh crap just because he got deaded by one chick and now he's what is it taking his ball and going home you know what i mean but i don't know whatever i don't even know why i went on that long ass rant but <laughs> let's talk about thinking yeah my dating experiences man because it's just crazy so all right so let's talk about um that chick um did i give her name i usually uh with my uh I guess female pursuits, I usually give them nicknames, but uh, I couldn't really think of one right now. But uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, so the last girl that I was talking to on OkCupid, remember the one that was like the two, three day um, freaking whatever uh, t- texter, like the <laughs> the three, the two to three day communicator? Yeah, so turns out she read my joint on uh this past thursday and today is what's today today is today's the 7th okay today's the 7th of september and um let's see hold on for a second hold on um 
Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up her stuff. Because it's like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what happened. You know, I, I thought everything was, I thought everything was going well, because, um, I, 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 uh, I was talking to an employee the other day, and we, we talk back and forth about, um, our, uh, dating journey and I was like yeah I was, there, so I was talking to this person and things were going good and and then she just like ghosted me and she's like oh okay you know whatever and I was like okay she she doesn't get the ramifications of what I mean by like I just got ghosted because everything was going well and then all of a sudden boom gone and I was like you know what F it I'll just show her the the transcript or you know the the, the not the DM since the, the communication things. Well, I guess I'll say DM, for lack of a better term. So I showed it to her. And then she's like, she read the whole thing. She's like, oh, my God, like, you really know how to converse. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, you know, got you know, to do it, man. You know, because I know, like, you girls don't like it when guys just say, hey, what's up or whatever. So I took that into account and had a good conversation. So we're talking. So she sees it back and forth, back and forth. And then she gets to the end. She's like, "Where's where? Where's the rest of it?" I was like, "What you mean? Where's the rest of it?" She's like, "Like, wait, wait, this is it? This is the last thing?" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Oh my god, what the hell? Like, I don't understand." You know, like, I, I don't know what happened. I was like, "You don't know what happened." I'm the one in the freaking uh in the relation. Well, not relationship, but in the in this I don't know quandary. Is that a word? <laughs> but um. I'm in this bullshit, okay, and I, even I don't know what's going on, and I really thought that everything went well, and again, remember, like I said, I was waiting for her to text me back, because she usually takes two to three days, almost like clockwork, but then on Saturday, I, wait, what today is not wednesday i am bugging out today is monday <laughs> today's monday the 7th i don't know why i thought i i, I thought i don't know why i thought it was wednesday <laughs> what is a uh, monday so saturday i double checked just to see you know what was going on and then on the bottom it said you know red thursday so she pretty much left me on red since thursday and i'm like whoa what the okay did i say anything like wrong I, I don't understand because yeah because again we were just talking and i mean i'm gonna read some of it and i mean i'm i'm not gonna like shout her out uh but uh i mean unless she figures this out and hey what's going on i'm talking about you <laughs> so uh let's see where where can i where can i where can i start um let's see um okay so um but i but i i think i have a distinction of what happened but okay so let's see so let's start from the beginning so on august 27th i said i said no she she wrote to me remember she wrote to me guys and she was like i love how your mind works so far and your smile is absolutely absolutely gorgeous there is no way i couldn't message you hi so i say wow hi how are you and oh wow what an introduction thank you for the compliments you're super cute and i love your inf profile you're like a little buffet where you have a little bit of everything going on how's your morning so far 
And how does my mind work? I've been trying to figure that out for years now. And I said, LOL. You know, trying to be cute, whatever. And I said that she was a little buffet because, like, she's into a lot of shit. You know, just a lot of, not intricate, but just a little here, a little there. It It was interesting. You know, she likes, I don't know, she likes some, like, punk rock music, but then also likes Jay Dilla you know, and rap, and just the movies that I have seen her put down, I have, like, never heard of, so she's on that indie tip, you know, so it was, it was pretty cool, so she goes, hee hee, you know, on August 30th, she goes, hee hee, I'm like a little buffet, oh no, she's like, I'm like a little buffet, an amazing phrase, and very descriptive, and accurate, with some creativity, and originality, that is what your mind produces, that's all I know so far, and you're quite welcome. I love to be free with compliments and uplifting words because that's the type of world I want to live in, you know? How is life for you right now? I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. And she gives me a smile. And I'm like, okay, cool. So you know what? I'm like, all right, this this person's a little cool. Why why not tell her the truth, you know? Um, and I was like, yeah, you are a little uh, buffet. Uh, this is August 31st. And I said, haha, yes, you are a little buffet. I like that you're influenced and have embraced the pulp, the punk culture and the hip hop culture. Very cool dichotomy to be open to both worlds like that. For me, I like rap hip hop, but I will and have gone to uh, a match bun- uh, Matchbox 20 slash Rob Thomas concert. You know, and then I uh, and then she said and then I said, yes, giving compliments and talking about someone's genuinity feels good, feels good to do. Then here comes the truth. I said, how's life for me right now? Hmm. You got a minute? And then I say, this is a question that needs to be answered in person so we can delve into it. But long story short, it's at a crossroads. On one hand, regular life is fine. Good job. Stable. But it's not enough. Creativity gets me through the day, but now I need to venture forth and bring my creativity to reality, which I am, which I am, or at least trying. So in short, loading. Ha ha ha. And I said, how's your life right now? Despite reading the spoilers in your profile about where you are in life. And then that's the last that I've ever heard from her. (laughs) You know, I'm like, um, okay. And the person at my job was like, I don't understand. Like, you said everything right. Everything is good. Why did she, like, just dead you like that? I was like, I don't know. But it's probably, but to me, of course, having the scars that I still have in previous relationships and also the things that I see in people's comments and DMs and all that stuff, I was like, it was probably because I showed vulnerability. I think I still said it wrong. I'm being vulnerable, okay? And I told her that, um, even though that I literally said, good job, stable, which means I have stability, you know, I'm kind of wishy-washy on where on where I want my life to go, even though I said I'm putting my creativity to the forefront. And maybe, and again, I will never know, since she has yet to text me back, I think that was probably a thing for her to be like, mm, I'm good. You know, this guy's 40. He's still deciding what's he want, what he wants to do in life as opposed to being established and secure. Um, I can't deal with that. You know, and hey, you, you can. I have no problem you telling me that I'm jumping to conclusions. But guess who first jumped into conclusions? Uh, She did <laughs> when she stopped texting me. 
after like a couple of days of getting to know each other. Just straight cold turkey ghost. You know what I mean? That is crazy to me. But I think that's what it was. I think it, it, my gut is telling me, again, I have nothing to go on but my gut. And usually my gut is right. But I'm going with my gut and saying that is just because I I just, I no longer, she no longer found me, I don't want to say no longer found me attractive, but a viable candidate for a suitor just because it, it sounds like I'm, wishy-washy in what I want to do in life and I'm, I'm not necessarily uh, wishy-washy I know exactly what I want to do with my life you know I'm, I'm trying to head into the entertainment industry via writing and vocal work which is either this um, podcasting uh, voiceover work and also writing this is where I, this is this is the th- three pillar tier that I am trying to attack to go into this industry that I feel that I will prosper in. Um, could I have told her that? Sure, but I I still wanted to keep it surface wise because again, the proof is in the pudding. I don't want to get too attached to somebody before delving into anything that uh, before telling them something that really connects with me, and then they reject me. Like like this <laughs> you know what I mean so imagine imagine if I really spilled my guts and said oh man I want to I've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry and blah 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 and, and go in go full force and then she's she still pulls this that would hurt even more so but this one hurt I'm like man that 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 really sucks I I, I don't understand why that happened uh so I have yet to hear from her so it's whatever um fine (laughs) you know what i mean and and but the but the funny thing is that like that's 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 not the first time that that's happened with me like there was another time two months ago wait hold on let me let me yeah i'm glad that this i'm glad that this uh app keeps up old conversations because um i don't know like Let's see. Um, there was a, there was another conversation that I was having with somebody at the beginning of the, of the pandemic, and we were we were just talking as well, and you know, saying, "Yo, how, this thing is crazy. This you know, Corona thing. I, I hope everything's okay with you." And then uh, she's like, "Yeah, you know, it hasn't hit me quite hard." Uh, you know, it hasn't hit me hard yet, but thank God, you know, are your friends and family okay? And I was like, boom, I told her everything. And, and then she just like deaded me too. And I was like, all right, what the hell? Like, what am I saying to these people? And then like two months ago, I was talking to this chick and then, and then again, she wrote to me, this, this woman right here. And it's like, oh, it's rare. It's rare to find a person as excited about the usage of the hay followed by the exclamation point. And I was like, ha, right? I also know that women roll their eyes big time when dudes start off with that, but I can't help it. How are you? How's your week going so far? Ready for the 4th of July weekend? And she's like, well, they suck. What? Oh, I I guess meaning guys. It's like, well, they suck. And then she says, my week was all of the previous to it, aka quarantine. I opted out of the 4th of July this year. How How did your work week treat you? 
And I was like, oh, my week was okay until I got to the weekend. I had plans to go to a friend's graduation party, mask included, of course, but my car started doing the Harlem shake. So I just started to be safe and sorry and not get stuck in the middle of the road. I was forcefully opted out of every activity over the weekend because my garage was closed. Womp womp. So what have you learned about yourself during the quarantine? Any reflection, spiritual awakening of the self? Did you learn a new skill? Boom. Nothing. Ghosted. Ghosted. Fatality. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, man, what the hell is going on? Is it freaking me? I really don't get it. I don't get it at all. Right? So I'm like, okay, fine. Freaking forget it. And then like a beacon or something like that, a uh, 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 a proverbial knight in shining armor comes in. I talk to somebody and this person answered (laughs) this person answered but the thing was wow i almost i almost ruined it i really did because just of all these things piling on and me getting a little chip on my shoulder a little chip on my shoulder and also with the fact that i've been down this road before it it was just it was it was nerve-wracking but anyway so let me just get get into it. So I was talking with this person again on the on the same website, OKCupid, right? And we're just talking, 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 and then she's I'm like, oh, okay. So oh, where am I? Um, so we're talking. What are we talking about? So, oh yeah, she's like she freaking takes like you know seven hour hikes. Sounds like oh man, she goes upstate to. She lives in Long Island and takes and goes upstate to take like seven hour, seven hour, seven hour hikes. And she's like super busy all the time. And I'm like, man, like you're freaking crazy. Um, But you need to man, calm down. And she's like, oh, I like being busy. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, yo, you need to, you know, calm down a bit. And But I was like, yo, you know, it's your life. I don't want to bark orders at you. And she's like, no, 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 it's OK. And then she apologizes for not uh speaking me speaking to me for so long you see i really appreciate that because the other two chicks they just like ghosted or whatever but this one kept and kept a uh kept a rapport going yeah i i don't understand why chicks can't keep a rapport going just keep texting like i don't understand why it takes women like two three four five six hours to text back and you wonder why guys don't text back to y'all because it is you know like come on just just, you know just talk i don't understand and then she says sorry i was at choir practice i'm part of a church choir and i'm like oh man i was like big red flag to me okay i was like super big red flag i was like oh man if she's in the church choir that means she's obviously into church that means she's religious so i was like oh man i was like okay so i just wanted to double down and be like and i asked her are you very involved in your church how important is religion to you and she's like i'm very involved with my church god is my everything i used to be the interpreter prior going back to the choir as well and she says what about you um smiley face and i'm like oh man i was like you know what this was a good time but like i'm gonna cut i'm gonna cut things off right now because i did not want to go down a road that i went down before and what i mean by that is with my ex-fiance she was very religious, and even though we had a magnificent connection, such a good connection that I proposed to her, religion and God broke us apart. 
uh, with other um, factors as well, obviously. But that was a big factor that just drove a wedge between us. And I did not want to get close to somebody knowing what is ahead of me, knowing knowing what's going down that path just to get brokenhearted again. So I went in. <laughs> I mean, not, not not meanly, but this is what I said. I was like, oh, wow. It, it's good when you're in trouble with life or that you stray somewhere that you can always go back to center for help or guidance. Good for you. As for me, I I had a bad breakup with an ex over God and don't really want to tread old waters. I have a tumultuous relationship with religion. It's funny. I believe in God and the stuff I write about, and much of my thoughts do ponder about religion and spirituality, but that's the extent of but that's the extent that I can go in my life right now. Ah well. Anyway, sorry if I so wasted your time. It's been a real pleasure speaking to you. You're cool and super cute. And I don't think you'll have any trouble finding someone either on here or in real life. You take care. Smiley face. And then she goes, well, what do you mean? I- I'm so confused on what just happened. <laughs> and you know what? When I read it again, I was like, damn, I really did go ham on this person. Like, I really hit this person with a freaking whirlwind because we were just talking about surface level stuff and what was going on, on and her what was on her uh, page. And I just hit her with a doozy. But I was just like, yo, it, like basically what I just read, I was just like, listen, I, you know, I just don't, I do not want to go down this road again because I know where it goes. Listen, I like, of course, I couldn't tell this to her, but I am still affected by that relationship. OK, that relationship ended November 25th, 2012. And it is wait. No, let me say it again. Sunday. November 25th, 2012. Today is Monday, September 7th, 2020. Okay? Eight, it's about to be eight years. Okay? It's about to be eight years, and I'm still affected by what transpired on that day when we broke up. That was the date that that she gave me back my engagement ring, and we broke up. Okay? And half of the reason why was because of religion so when i smelt it i was like "Mm -mm, no way i am not going down this path again so i go ha 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 sorry i might have overstepped i used to be involved with someone very much into the church and we didn't work well because we were unequally yoked and all that and i didn't want to waste your time or mine by reliving that scenario because god to you is everything and he's not to me or at least not with such intensity. I don't want to sway you off the path that you blazed for yourself because some things that I might be into might not gel with your moral code. That's all I'm trying to say. And it's true. Like I I didn't I don't want to I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to because that that has happened before when I was with my ex fiance and you know we would we would get into things and I'm not saying like oh we smoked drugs I mean we did drugs and we smoked blah, blah blah nah like you know sometimes sex we would have sex with each other and it was well it was fine well it was fine with her too but like when when we did it and then like when we wanted to do it like let's say I don't know down the line like like a week later or a couple of days later or something like that she was like no no we shouldn't do it like we shouldn't do it again like i feel bad because you know the lord and all that shit and i'm like what what are you talking about like i'm like huh like we're engaged you know like what's 
like I don't understand how this is wrong. Like I love you, you love me, and we and we've done this before. But then you know we wouldn't do it, and then you know down the line, maybe a couple months later, like we would get super horny for each other, or like we would go to a wedding, like one of my friends' many weddings, and we would just fall in love with each other again, and boom, you know, make love, and it would be fantastic. And I'm like, I don't understand why she doesn't want to do this all the time like look at the fun that we're having look at how we're so involved with each other how so much in love we are with each other but it would still uh would be deemed bad and it was just horrible and and no that was not the only reason why we broke up because of the sex it was not but it was definitely um the religion the religion factor of it and i was like i don't i don't in my head i did not want to deal with this person you know even though i thought she was well even though i think she is super cute and then um she goes ha 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 what does that have to do with getting to know someone i mean we are brothers and sisters in christ are we not and when i heard that i was like that verbiage you know i don't i don't i don't like that (laughs) like not that i don't like it it's just that i don't want to get involved with that man like i know where that leads to and then she says, if nothing comes out of this, at least we can have a friendship, right? Or no. And to tell you the truth, I really did want to say no. Because again, I, I, I was like, for what? Why do I need to go through this? Why do I need to go through a, 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 a thing that's not going to do anything for me? You know what I mean? Like, because I know how I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to this person. I know I'm going to start liking her because we're going to be, I don't know, maybe we might not even be into the same things, but like, you know, I I will get attached to her. I will get attached to her and then boom, the religion thing will get in the way and then we will break up or whatever, stop speaking to each other. And then I'm going to be like, fuck, I didn't need to go through that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Cause this, this, this is a one, this is a dead end. This road is a dead end. So like, why? So I was just like, "Mm." And of course, I gave in because I'm a punk. And I was like, mm, you do have a point. Sorry, it's just that I've been down this road before and it wasn't fun. But you're right. We can still be cool and get to know each other. And she's like, don't be sorry. It's fine. And then we just, you know, I just keep going on, keep going on. And then, like, she gives this subtle hint. Like, you know, um, uh, I was like, you know, how was your day today? Whatever. She was like, hey, it was good. I enjoy being busy. However, going on a date would be better. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. Shoot, she wants to go on a date. I guess I must have did something, right? And then I was like, all right. So I asked her on a date. And then, you know, she was like, oh, you're too funny, blah, blah, blah. And then she says, like, let's meet up next week. And I was like, she said she'll be free next week. I said, all right, cool. Not a problem with me. So uh, we're going to set that up and we'll see how it goes. But again, I'm, 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 I'm trepidatious. Is that how you say that word? <laughs> but um, uh, I'm 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 worrisome. Again, like I said, I mean we're having a good time. We're speaking to each other, and that's great. Um, and she's she's super cute to me. She's cute, and it's like I don't want to get involved where there's like no there's a point of no return, and then I'm fucked. You know what I mean? And I'm like, great, we can't do anything or go anywhere or be together because of religion you know i've 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 like i don't want to say i wasted i'm not gonna say that but i went through 
four year, four and a half years of just stuff that I didn't want to do, you know, um, for the sake of religion. You know what I mean? And it 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 did me no favors, you know. So I don't know why I would have to do that again, you know. So I don't know. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't say that because that that really paints a bad picture. Again, I'm not against religion. I just don't like it when it's at the forefront of somebody's life and now you're dictating things that like like now we need to live by these rules that I'm not too keen about and also it's ruling like your life as opposed to it being a guide. It's like no, we need to do it this way or whatever and it's like fam like, it, it, like it's not that serious. I mean, it could be serious for people, and that's great. Like, if you believe in that stuff, go ahead. Like I said, I believe in God, too, all right? But I don't need to follow every single uh, rule to a T or, like, be that involved. I'm not trying to be a pastor, you know what I mean? I'm just a follower, okay? I don't need to be a pastor. That's my thing. Like, I, I, I don't need to be that dude. And so with this chick... You know, obviously, I'm still gonna talk to her, but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully things go go okay, and we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so that is my uh, tail at the top. I did not know it was gonna go for this long, but um, I again, I just want to half tell you what I'm going through with this dating journey, but also to keep uh documentation. Because I hate it when people think that I'm crazy and that, oh, no, you're just making, like, these stories up or whatever. It's like, no, fam, like, this stuff happens to me. This is why I have such a bad dating life or and it sucks. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. Again, I, I have no idea where it's going to go because, again, I definitely know what she's about. So I know what can happen and what can't happen and it's like all right should i waste my time or just like cut it off but at the same time i think more so that i i am interacting with her because one i miss female interaction and for those who are keeping tabs yes uh the original okay cupid chick you know the friends with benefits one is around somewhere but i'm not getting enough friend or benefit time with her because she's busy so uh i haven't seen her like in a month or so and i'm not even joking about that so female interaction is is appreciated with this one but also too i don't think that i should uh uh cut ties with this uh individual already just because you know if i'm gonna be dating or whatever i need to experience different like waves of women like you know what whatever uh i don't want to say sampling that sounds bad <laughs> like but you know every 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 different kind of women i need to experience just to see how it is see what i like see what i don't like and all that stuff that's all i'm trying to say so with this one this will be like just another person that i'm just trying to get to know so i can see what i like and what i don't like and and uh, again just to take away the shyness and all that stuff just be regular and see how to have conversations with women and 
all those things. So I think this will help me tremendously. All right. So, yeah, I, I, I will keep you up to date and tell you what's going on with uh, this uh, new girl. All right. So um, we, I'm going to take a little break. Okay. And then when I come back, we're going to get into this episode. Okay. Married at First Sight, episode eight. You can get out of this. All right. This is the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm going to be right back. your host martini jean that's me <laughs> all right so merit at first sight episode eight you can get out of this all right so let's just get into it all right of course they show uh some previous episodes and of course oh let me let me preface this with uh with this little caveat i've seen some comments and i've also uh uh watched some um you know reviews on other uh, channels just like i said i i watch um uh, what's called uh miss mrs kev on stage m r s k e v o n s t a g e mrs kev on stage that is her youtube channel and i watch the the their show the bald and the beautiful with their uh two friends uh, uh, which is another married couple, uh, Marcus and that angel, that chick angel. There you go. And, uh, and then there's, um, Miss Kev on stage, which is Melissa. And I believe that's what her name is. And also Kev, Kev on stage, who's a uh, comedian. And they have said that, um, even though they don't, even though they, um, are not as, uh, fans they're not fans of karen as well some people have said that it might be the editing or something like that because they they were watching unfiltered which i don't watch because i just like to watch the show itself and she was just saying that oh like a mental health is a very oh well um fast forwarding so there was a there was a section and i believe in last episode where um miles said that he admitted to karen that he suffers from clinical depression he he was uh, diagnosed with it, and then in her confessional it says like, well, you know, um, I was sort of, uh, I wanted a manly man and blah blah blah, and then and she, and Karen was saying in the unfiltered, uh, the Married at First Sight unfiltered is basically a, I believe it's a half hour show that happens before the new episode of Married at First Sight, and is just talking to the uh, individual people right now about how they were reflecting in that that show's episode essentially and 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 a lot of people are like oh yeah i can't believe i said that or whatever but i'm a new person now or whatever they want to say you know and um karen was saying that she was heavily edited and you know what uh not that i necessarily believe her but i mean i do believe her in that instance that she could have been edited because in that show they do a lot of editing and if you've watched it for a long time you know where they uh swap um they swap uh what's it called um 
they, they swap quotes from people or, 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 or phrases and you're like, okay, he didn't say that there. Oh, he said it over here. There's a lot of heavy editing done, but sometimes people say things as clear as they is as clear as they. And that's the thing that I'm trying to say about Karen. So yeah, cause she was saying that she, uh, that she is not given, uh, she's, uh, probably not as mean as the show is making her to be and and all this stuff i've I've seen this on reddit and all those things like no um oh okay maybe they might uh be giving like an evil karen uh attitude i mean uh narrative but no there are some things that she says in plain sight no editing whatsoever and those are the things that i do not like with Miles, you know, because she said that, yeah, I was looking for a masculine man, but, you know, I got Miles. Well, she didn't say that, but we know that she does not consider Miles to be a masculine man because he uh, is emotionally driven. You know, she says that he cries all the time. He's in his feelings all the time, blah, blah, blah. But now we know it's because he suffers from clinical depression. And... But even before we got to that point, we were seeing five episodes of this guy caretaking for her, asking, oh, what do you need? Is everything all right? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Just taking care of her. And she's like, eh. you know, just very standoffish. She's like, oh, get away from me. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not used to being treated so nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just she's just giving that vibe. And, and also uh, what else? Even with the clinical depression thing. She was said to say that she doesn't know if she can support someone like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, then you don't need to be married, married, Karen, because anything can happen to your significant other and you and well, not even your significant other, your spouse. And guess what? You're going to have to deal with it. You know what I mean? I have a friend who uh, ha- uh, has a wife, you know, and she was like perfectly fine. But then she got into an accident a bad accident, and now she suffers from uh, CRPS crips. That's how you say it. So it's pretty much it messes with your nervous system every day. So like she gets flares like every day, every hour, headaches, migraines, whatever. She can't, you know, she can't. I mean, I guess there's different uh, various levels, but for her, she can't really. Uh, she really can't um, get used to um, a room's like light. And she can't uh, hear the volume. It, it messes with your auditory senses. So she can't have the volume too high or, or she can't listen to listen to the television uh, for very long. All this stuff, you know, like her body's messed up, her, her auditory system's messed up. And she talks about it on this Instagram and she's she's suffering. She's suffering. And, you know, the and, you know, the husband is, you know, he's dealing with it. Because that's his freaking wife. Yeah, he could freaking leave if he wants. Like, yo, I'm not dealing with no cripple. I'm out of here. But no, he, you know, he made a vow for better or for worse. So he's going to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? So like with Karen, I don't know if I'm here to support that. I don't know. You know, that wasn't edited. She said that. Okay. This is what she said. She doesn't know if she'll be able to support somebody with that condition. And I, I mean, I know. Some people could say, well, she's being honest, blah, blah, blah. There's a way of being honest and there's a way of saying it because she doesn't say, I don't know if I'll be able to support it. There's one There's one way to say that or like, I don't know how, I'm, she could have said, I don't know how I'm going to like deal with it. Meaning like, or like, 
yeah, she doesn't know what to expect, but she's still going to do it. But she was just like, I don't know. I don't know uh, if I'll be able to support him. What? Excuse me? You better. You better find a way because this is your man. You know, this is your spouse. This is what you wanted. Okay. This is what you put on paper that you wanted. All right. Um, well, actually, no, it isn't one on, on paper that she wanted because a lot of people are saying that Miles isn't the man that she wanted in her uh, in her uh, dossier or whatever. And you're probably right. She probably did want a masculine man, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people tend to put what they're used to or what they think that they want as opposed to what they need. And I think that's why I like the experts because some people are like, oh, they put these people up. They put these people together to cause drama or something like that which i mean it might be true because it makes for good tv or whatever but the thing is you have to understand these people even before they got on the show they have chosen the people that they've wanted okay they've chosen the people that they wanted all on themselves and they've done horribly this is why they have entrusted people to take their evaluations and mix it up a little bit because you suck at picking a partner <laughs> this is why you're on this show okay so yeah karen probably got a masculine man in her last relationship but guess what again he had a whole baby on you so this is this is the person that you picked this is the person that you decided to uh you know slap your cheeks for you know this guy had a whole baby on the side had a whole nother like family under your eyes that's the one that you decided to get with but now you're shitting on miles for other because he's four years younger than you and he's treating and he has clinical depression now now he's like oh forget it you he, he's no man for me you know this guy has done nothing but cherish you and love you and you're treating him like shit but whatever man let's 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 get on with the damn episode <laughs> so um but yeah but i'm just saying that i i don't think yeah sure she might be edited here and there but i i still truly believe that karen is whack and uh, she is discrediting uh discrediting uh what's his face no i forgot his name <laughs> discrediting um Jesus, Miles, because <laughs> I want to call him Marcus. She's discrediting Miles for preconceived notions, and 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 that's bad. And I think that's where a lot of girls uh go astray as well. They 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 do that. But all right, let's go. So anyway, the episode starts, of course, with Karen being judgmental of Miles's bed making ability again, uh, and I and I heard this on uh on the bald and the beautiful on miss mrs kevon stage's youtube channel again that is that uh show is a very good and like light-hearted i mean they go in depth too but, uh, but it's a good alternative to my show uh so you can listen to both of ours one or the other it doesn't matter but i i like uh giving them props because i i like their banter and they give really good analysis too. And sometimes I love it when I say something and then they say it too. And I'm like, aha, you see, we're on the same wavelength. I, I get it. Thank you. Thank you so much. So yeah, th those guys are great. So 
Again, Mrs. Kev on stage. That is the YouTube channel. And look for their show, The Bald and the Beautiful. Okay? But yeah, so, um, so yeah, so Miles, yeah, Miles, uh, Karen is judgmental about, oh yeah, because they were talking about, I forgot, they were talking about, uh, how Karen, this was, uh, Angel that said this, how Karen judges Miles with, like, a mom's eye, I, I think it was her that she said that, like, and, and, but Angel definitely said that, she, uh, Karen looks at everything like a critique, just so she can, uh, discredit Miles, like, I remember when they went into the house for the first time, the new house that they moved into, no, 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 I'm sorry, not the new house, when, Karen went over Miles's house and they went into the kitchen and then she like did the like the whole like swab check with her finger to see if there was any uh dirt and just like a mom or like a like an uh what is it an R not an RN um what what are what are those the what are those who are those mediators in college but like that that person um uh room monitor or something I don't know I I know it's on the tip of my tongue whatever and I know you guys are probably saying it too no you idiot it's this but, um, yeah, she was, like, swabbing it, like, okay, you know, I guess the countertop is clean. And he's like, yo, yeah, it is clean. And it's because she's just trying to think, just trying to look for anything to discredit this guy just so she can feel justified in how she's feeling and how she's thinking about this guy. You know, like, this. Guy, I'm not saying he's perfect. He's, he's not. But it's like, oh, man, you know, he's too nice. No, no, no. Like, his room has to be dirty or something. Oh, my goodness. You have to, you have too many sneakers. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. There's too many sneakers. That makes him a bad husband, you know. And then when we go to her house, boom, this bitch got fucking, like, 50 pairs of shoes. All right. So you're a horrible wife then, too, because you have twice as many shoes as this guy does. So if we're going to play off that, then you're, you're garbage, too. You know what I mean? So freaking Karen man whatever but anyway they said that she looks at Miles with a mom's eye instead of like a partner and I totally see that because she not to say that she thinks that she's above him but she definitely sees him like lower and it all goes down to the age too she she brings it up she doesn't bring it up as much as let's say Iris from season nine saying that she's a virgin <laughs> but um, she, it, it's definitely, it definitely plays on the back of her head that like, this guy's, this guy's younger, this guy's younger, this guy's younger. He can't, he, how can he, uh, be everything that I want in a man? He's not even a man. He's a baby. Cause remember she was like, oh, she, since he's like four years younger than her, she feels that he just graduated high school. You know what I mean? The man is 26 years old. You graduate high school at 18. So like, what are you talking about? So that that's how that's how low she thinks of this guy. So it's like, oh, how can he facilitate the things that I need in a man? You know? So it's just like, come on, bro. Whatever. But yeah, so she's critiquing his uh uh baby make baby making. Whoa, that's that's definitely never gonna happen with them. <laughs> but um his bed bed making abilities. She's like, you know, did you did you make the bed this morning? He was like, I mean, what I mean it was all right and then he was like well if i made the bed you know i would make the bed and it's like all right she's like is that is that what you call making the bed and it's like fam like 
get the stick out your ass, bro. Just like, just chill out, man. Like, what is wrong with you? Good lord. But anyway, so uh, first couple on the docket is Brett and Olivia. Yeah, so Brett, uh, so Brett is definitely more concerned with building his net worth than anything else. And Olivia doesn't want Brett to tell her to tell her what to do with her money and what, you know, what she wants to get or whatever, because this is the um, this is the episode where they this is the episode in the series where they invite their friends and their families to the new apartment. So at the beginning, each member of a couple, you know, goes out to dinner with their friend or something like that. So, um. Brett goes out with his friend and uh, and they're having dinner and they're discussing you know how 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 the um how the marriage is so far because the the people that they have selected they haven't seen they haven't seen them since the wedding which is like I don't know in I guess in the show's time has been maybe a week or so so you know Brett is talking with uh, his friend and he's saying that it's all right but definitely you know he he doesn't necessarily dig into Olivia but he keeps saying that like yeah she doesn't know how to budget blah 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 you know she just likes to spend and then on the other side we have Olivia you know a completely different place completely different day um they do it separately Olivia's speaking with her friend excuse me and she's saying that you know she doesn't want um she doesn't want Brett controlling how she uses her money that she's earned and yeah like you know they're still kind of still reeling with the aftermath of what happened with that huge uh fight that they had in front of pastor cal and i completely understand and and, and again like they're both right they're both right and they're and they're going to need to make a decision on how to rectify this thing because that's going to be their biggest thing all the time because everything else seems pretty good but again uh Olivia wants to take trips and do all these things so it's like okay uh, uh how how are we going to budget this you know what i mean so Amani and Woody next couple's Amani and Woody Woody makes breakfast and loves the uh, and he talks about, he talks about how he's going to love the ev- the eventual routine he will get into on Saturdays you know getting up making his wife you know a mimosa and then eggs and all that good stuff and he showers her with love and affection and i don't know like when he speaks you know because she's like oh you know this is forever and he's like hell yeah it's forever then he starts going on his like love black love tirade and all that stuff and at times it feels like he's doing it for the camera but i i do believe that he wants it to work out and i think he he has finally found someone worthy to lock down with because you know Woody's a player you know if you haven't figured that out I don't know what show you're watching but he is definitely a player but that doesn't necessarily mean that um he's like like a whack like whack or or anything like that like he can't settle down because I think he just needed the right person to settle down with and and I think that he is putting everything that he has in this relationship and and he's getting it back you know, Amani is a good, like, she's she's really awesome. And I'm glad that they found each other. I really think that they will do well. And I believe this is probably, and I don't really do this too. I, I, I don't do this too much. But I, I do believe that they are the best black couple 
in the entirety of uh, Married at First Sight. And there has been some, but I think that they are probably the best. They're the pro- the best matched. They're they're really good with each other, you know. Um, yeah, uh, they're, they're they're pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I got to say about them. So we go to uh, you know the uh, everybody's favorite couple, Amelia and Bennett. So they both uh, both parties are still on the fence about moving. Uh, so, uh, what is it? They, um, um, Bennett meets with, is it this one? Um, yeah, Bennett meets with, you know, I don't know if it's a, no, it wasn't a childhood friend. Just a friend. And I forget who Amelia meets with. But, essentially, uh, she, um, Bennett meets with his friend and she's like, man, you really head over heels with this person and she's like yeah you know she has a residency and you know might have to move she's like why are you gonna move like i don't know like you just met this person i mean i know you're cool with her but like i really don't want you to leave and i don't know it kind of sounds like she was like feeling bennett and she just never had the guts to say anything to him before this whole thing happened you know before he got uh picked up from at first sight but then again miss you probably put him in the friend zone because he's been because you it sounds like you guys have been uh cool for a while so he has been there should have stepped it up but at the same time she does say that it would be she would miss the friend group like they obviously have this friend group of mutual friends so if he left he would be the missing link to everybody and it would feel uh hollow without him which i understand that's what happens when you lose a good friend. But, I mean, he can't stay with y'all just so the circle is complete. You know, he has his own life. Uh, you know, and and he's going to have to just live, you know, for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, not for the benefit of y'all just because y'all are bored or something like that. Like, he has a life and he has a wife. You know what I mean? So, he, he, has, he has stuff to do. Um... So, uh, yeah, Bennett's, Bennett's friends is worried about, oh, yeah, I already said that. So, uh, hold on. 15, 15, 15. um, so back to Karen and Miles, um, Miles values communication and Karen admits that she lacks in that. Good for her. And she wouldn't mind a kiss, but has a tough time of initiating and since miles is a stand-up guy it's not gonna happen she's very slow with guys and affection so like this is the thing that i don't like either so and uh, sorry because i was literally reading that <laughs> so sorry if that sounded like disjointed but yeah so she's in the confessional she's saying they're like yeah she wouldn't mind a kiss but she has a tough time initiating so and and miles is a stand-up guy because he sees that like oh all right you know she doesn't you know, she, she, she has boundaries. So like, all right, cool. I'm not going to do anything. So like now she is hating on his like gentlemanness. You know what I'm saying? So she's saying, see, see how backwards she is. It's like, she is admitting that she is standoffish when it comes to intimacy. Right. But she wouldn't mind a kiss. But at the same time, Miles is respecting her boundaries, but she, 
he's also being faulted because he's not going to step up to ask her for a kiss. Like, how backwards is that? I hate this chick. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, man. Like, I hate this chick. How you gonna tell? How you gonna tell me that you want you wouldn't mind a kiss, but you're afraid of intimacy, but you're a stand-up guy, and you're not gonna press on me. But I want you to press on me, and I'll give you a kiss. Come on, man. So so backwards, so freaking backwards. This chick, and that's a lot of chicks too, man. You all, y'all need to do that. You, I mean, y'all need to do that. You all need to stop doing that. That's that's freaking annoying. <laughs> but um, yeah. So. He definitely calls Karen on on that, saying that, like, yeah, you're slow with guys in affection. It's like, fam, like, we've been chilling, you know, for, like, a week now. Come on, like, all right, I'm not saying anything for ass, but, like, yo, let's, you know, let's freaking at least kiss or whatever. And she, but she knows that she needs to step up her game with the intimacy and the affection, whatever. And he's like, okay, so... At least, at least they're on that. At least they're on that uh, aspect. So, this is when who? This right here was the crux of the episode. All right, Henry and Christina. Okay, so Christina out the freaking gate is acting out against the staff again. You know, getting mad at production, and because they're making her initiate feelings and. Uh, questions and drive and she's like yo why do, why do i have to do this you know and it, it, it go it breaks the fourth wall again it's like why why do i have to do this uh why aren't you asking henry to do this insinuating that it's henry that needs to step it up as opposed to her so she shuts down uh she's she, um because they're trying to uh set up for tomorrow like what they're gonna do play games or whatever but they're asking um they're asking uh, Christina if she would lead that as opposed to Henry. And I don't, well, not to say I don't understand because she has been complaining that she has been uh, towing the line and, you know, being the initiator and all that stuff. And I I understand, I do understand that at her end, at least for that, that Henry has not been doing well in that department. But it, it is a issue that, has been brought up time and time again. And I'm not saying that we should let that go because he does need to know that it is a problem and it will be a problem in his marriage if he does not step it up. I mean, I'm not saying he needs to be like a freaking Viking now and start like, or like a lumberjack and start uh, chopping down you know, big pieces of wood and with his shirt off and be like, all right, I'm a manly man now. It's going to take some time, but you can you can obviously see that Christina is very frustrated that Henry is to believe that he is not uh, pulling his own weight. So, um, yeah, she's frustrated with doing all the heavy lifting, heavy lifting and is asking that Henry pulls his weight, essentially. And then Henry freaking getting some balls. He's like, yo, things are as big as you make them. And because he's trying to calm her down and be like, yo, you're impatient. You're you're, but it's not that serious. You know, like what you're doing right now is not that serious. So he's like, things are as big as you make them. And she's like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that. And the funniest thing is, it's like, I really think that she thinks that 
Henry is like like an idiot or like a or like below her, you know? And for Henry to say something as profound as he did, it was almost like an insult like to her, like you know, it was almost like, "Whoa, he he knew how to conjure up that thing in his mind." And she's like, "Whoa, please. I know 2 and 2 equals 4." <laughs> what do you mean i'm christina i'm 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 perfect you know what i mean that's how she comes across as like across as like whoa how how can you somebody below me teach me something you know that's how that's that's the look that she gave and that's the voice that she kind of gave saying that you know oh please i i know that phrase like i i know that but it is you know things are as big as you make them and it it was so funny because it was like it was like she got embarrassed that she got schooled by someone who she thinks is below her and and then and then she's like yo how come you and they're and they're fighting they're going back and forth with each other and she's like why don't you look me in the eyes and then he's like yo i told dr pepper that i have an eye condition uh eye condition i have an eye i have an eye contact problem and i'm not talking about like eye contacts for like lenses like he can't like i've talked about this before he he has an issue that he can't speak to you like forward you know like he cannot give you an eye contact and i think this like it's it's ticks man i don't know again i don't want to diss him or saying that like he's on the spectrum or something like that but i believe that he is because he has ticks and he has like an eye contact problem like aren't these like symptoms or something or like whatever like i really think that he has maybe like a small case of tourette's and i'm pissed off that nobody is either saying it or at least uh looking not looking into it but like taking that into consideration there you go uh, of his of his uh of his uh his his inability to step things up you know what i mean it's like why can't he why 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 can't he uh uh like like why why isn't anybody like looking into that you know looking into I was like, oh, that's why he can't step things up, whatever. All right, let's, let's not, I don't want to say coddle him, but take that into consideration. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's like, if somebody's like in a wheelchair, you're not going to freaking, uh, be pissed off that he can't, that this person can't go up the steps. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, oh, let's freaking find a, uh, a, a wheelchair ramp for you. You know what I mean? Like to make it easy. Like, okay, now I know that you can't get up these steps. Okay. Let's, but we can still work around. We can have a workaround. And we can still get into this building. So it's like, okay, you can't make eye contact and you can't, uh, like, uh, initiate things uh, um, without prompt. So it's like, okay, let's try to figure out a way where you can do that. You know, but, like, people are just like, no, you got to do it. Christina's like, no, look at me. You know what I mean? Like, why why don't you look at me? Or how, how come he doesn't, like, step things up? Because it's because he can't. You know what I mean? But, uh I don't know. I uh, and then uh, is that is that? Oh no no. She takes like a little break. It's like because she can't like deal with it and she can't deal with production, so she like walks off or something like that. I I forget initially how how that ends, but yeah, it's like she she's like not done. Oh yeah, but she's like oh yeah. Well, the title of the uh, episode. You can get out of this. You know, you can get out of this, Henry. And he's like, yo, I don't need to get out of this. He's like. All I'm saying is that you're impatient. 
it's like you know like your make your things are as big as you make them so it's like it's not that i need to get out of this it's just that you need to calm the fuck down <laughs> you know what i mean he didn't say that but he's not giving up so easily but like she she so wants to get out of jail free card she's like please like if you, if you want to go then great it's because it's like so she doesn't seem like the bad person like i left because of whatever you know like oh no he's the one who broke up with me so you know okay so i left you know i gave it all i gave it my best but she isn't granted she is pulling a lot of weight but that doesn't necessarily mean that um you're doing the best job you know what i mean so um so now that they have their group talk they they meet each other again oh well not everybody but the girls meet with the girls and the guys meet with the guys so the girls are all talking and christina says that um she does all the grocery shopping the the look of the house is all her but she's only doing it because she hates oh yeah that's right (laughs) that i'm going into the notes and i'm going into my own thing but yeah, she yeah, Christina's saying like, oh yeah, you know, I take care of the grocery shopping. I, you know, the look of the house is all good. But I mean, it's not that she's doing it because she wants to really. She's doing it because she hates the house. Like she's she's always talking about, oh, this is disgusting or whatever, blah blah blah. Like so, I'm changing it. So it's not like she's like, oh, let me uh spruce up the house for my hubby. She's like, no, I hate this freaking cover. I hate these bed. I hate these pillows. I hate these uh. Uh, couch uh, accents, you know what I mean? Like, these are getting out of here. So, but she does say she's afraid that she's always going to be, like, the pusher, the initiator, which which she has been for the most part. And again, I understand that part, or I understand that, that part of the argument, but everything else, um, I don't like uh, coming from her. And so for the guys, uh, Brett is saying that, uh, that again, the the whole budget and money thing he says like if olivia and him go on a uh, not a date go on vacation that he would want to stay in the lesser hotels because you know he doesn't have he can't afford it and woody's like look that's not gonna happen like you can't downgrade her lifestyle because you can't meet it you know he's saying just deal with it your wife makes way more money than you just deal with it and i get it but at the same time it's like I don't know, man. So, like, how how are we supposed to work? How are we supposed to work? But Miles says, Miles says, I'm glad that he, he Miles says he's glad that he has a low-maintenance uh, wife. And, yo, low-maintenance is not the word. You mean, I'm glad that I have a non-existent wife. Like, I don't want to deal with you, wife. <laughs> like, that's what you got, Miles. You know what I mean? Um, and what's it called <laughs> yeah your girl is not low maintenance your girl is like flat line maintenance okay because she's not she is not happy with you sir okay and i can't wait for you to see the episodes uh, i mean you're watching them right now so you can see how much karen does not like you sir and does not think that you're a masculine man okay you're seeing it for yourself um but yeah she uh yeah she's she is not low maintenance miles she's like flatline like like that like and and that's not to say that she doesn't pull her weight i'm not talking about that i'm talking about emotionally she is not there with you you know yeah i can, i see all the kikis and the and the laughing and the hug 
hug pictures that everybody's trying to post saying they're like, oh, how come the show doesn't show this? How come the show doesn't show that? Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm looking at what the show is telling. I'm looking at what Karen with her mouth is telling me. Okay, I I could give two shits about her hugging Miles for two seconds or whatever. I'm looking at her mouth and what is coming out of it and what she's saying about Miles. That is what I'm going off of. And what she is saying about Miles is horrible. Okay, that is what I'm going after. Okay, so you can miss me with those uh, Reddit posts and those pictures. But anyway... Uh, so it's back to the girls and Christina wants Henry to be, to initiate and Amani wants to help Christina and tell her to say it, you know, you just got to say it in a different way. And that's what I was saying before, you know, there, there are ways to say it. You can't just attack it head on and be like, yo, you need to do it this way. What the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on, man. Like, take it easy. Like there's, there's plenty of ways that you can, uh, work around the issue that you guys are having so on the guy's side (laughs) woody believes that christina wants to jump henry's bones and like i don't know it's like woody i think he's just horny bro like i mean granted christina does want um henry to make a move but i don't necessarily think it's because she's even attracted to him i just think when she says she wants him to make a move it's just that she wants him to just initiate be a man take control do all those things and that might turn her on but again i don't think that she sees henry in that light um but it could be because that he's not uh he doesn't initiate so i don't know but i I don't know i don't think that she finds him attractive but i think she just wants to see and she wants to see an alpha come out of him, you know? But so going back to Brent and Olivia, um, they are at the house. Oh, they are, uh, um, Brett is making dinner and there's a laptop in front. And um, what's it called? Um, uh, Olivia's like, hey, do you want to help? You know, while you're cooking food, do you want me to help me with, you know, the, my budget? And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I got super scared. I was like, oh, here we go. Here's going to be another big ass fight. But no, they really got along really well. And it was cool because Brett did very well just by shutting up and helping her just do her do her budget. I mean, sometimes he would do his like little Brett quips and stuff and like, whoa, man, you spent you spend that like a month on whatever food or something like that and she was like yeah but you know she was listening to his case about like well no you can shrink that down by doing this and whatever like they were listening to each other and that's and that's what you have to do so she converted her going out money to her entertainment money even though he probably would wanted her to take that going out money and put it into like an investment to something else but he didn't you know, he listened to her, she listened to him, and that's the way that you have to do it. And so I was, I was extremely happy that they were on board for each other's, uh, just, just, just to listen, you know, just, just to listen to each other. I, I was very happy about that. So, um, so, uh, back to Andrew Christina, Christina admits that her relationships start out. Oh, oh, this is when, um, uh, the party is happening at uh Kenny and Christina's thing and you know oh our favorite uh <laughs> our favorite friend from Henry 
uh, Kristen is over. And then Kristen puts, uh, they put her to the side. They put Christina to the side. They, they go in a corner and they talk to each other. And Kristen's like, Hey, what's going on? Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. How's, how's the, how is the marriage so far? And Christina's like, her relationships start out, usually start out physical. Of course, you know, she, you know, she's like a pump and dump them. And, but she said, but with Henry, she actually gets to know the guy. And that's very telling. That is very telling of the men that she deals with. You know, she says that they always start out or for the most part, they start out physical. Okay. So like, it could be like a one night stand or like a, you know, a three to five dater thing. And then, or not even like a three to, and I'm, again, I'm not necessarily judging like uh, how quick she gives them the draws it's not that it's just that i'm just saying it's like look at what you're doing you know like you're you're falling for those guys who like a who might be like a hit and quit or like a physical thing boom i smash and then like oh all right i mean yo she's freaking mad annoying she's mad impatient i'm out these are the type of people that you're choosing you know and and you're again you're 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 comparing fuck boys to somebody who is completely different and you're like Ugh, i don't understand why he's not being a man the the type of men that you deal with that you dealt with the ones who freaking you know break your back and then leave you like those are the type of guys that you continue to want even though they don't want you i don't understand <laughs> you know I, I i don't get it but hey, that's what that that's what she wants. But um, yeah. So uh, and you you already know how I uh, hate Kristen. But the, but at least for this point, she gets a pass because she was saying that um Henry is a sweet guy, even though he's boring. <laughs> and that's uh, that's what she's saying. And it's like he was there for her when her uh, sister died. I think it was like two two uh two uh years ago. And so he was very supported with her. I uh, was very supported of her, supportive of her. And like, you know, he was there for her. And uh, Christina's like, wow, I didn't even know that. You know, he's she's like looking at Henry in a completely different way. It's just like, whoa, I didn't know you had the capacity to like do that and feel that like that's that's awesome. So in her head, she's like, oh, wow, like he's 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 great you know like yeah this is the type of people like would would any of those guys that you fucked be supportive of a dead family member you know what i'm saying like they were in and out in and out literally and figuratively like would those guys be supportive nah they just wanted to smash okay yeah i mean christina's attractive so, like sometimes like uh, okay she is attractive at points because sometimes she just looks like like a bitch you know what i'm saying like she does look like a bitch at times and i don't like it <laughs> you know and i don't like her but other times you look at her and you're like oh wow yeah she is attractive but you can see like the bitch on her you know how people have like resting bitch face does she has like a sheen of like bitch in front of her face that i can't get past even though she is attractive, I just look at that and I'm just like, ugh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's like I, I I can't deal with her. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But but she did. But she did learn that 
that aspect of Henry. So hopefully, hopefully that's good. Um, but it's not, <laughs> as we will learn later. Um, with Anamani, they have their friends over and they have a great game of Never Have I Ever. And like at the be- at the beginning, it was really funny when people were c- coming in. I think, uh, yeah, w- Woody made some food and so did Amani. But like somebody was saying, yo, Amani, did you make this? And she was like, nah, it was Woody. And he was like, oh, all right, because, like, I don't know, man. Like, Woody, sometimes he doesn't know how to cook, blah, blah, blah. So I thought it was you. And then Amani's like, ah, that, that was all Woody, man. Don't play my husband like that. It's like, she, like your friend tried to play you, but I got you. And, like, you saw Woody's, like, face light up. And I my face lit up. I was like, oh, that's cute, man. Like, you're already stepping up for your man. Like, that's crazy. Over his friend. Like, that's dope. Like, I love that, man. Like, Amani, man, you're a good, you're a good chick, man. Like, I like that. But back to Karen and Miles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of good chicks, uh, yeah, Amani's awesome. But yeah, Karen. Ugh. <laughs> so, um, my Miles. So they're so their friends go at the party, and uh, Miles. No, um, Karen's friend Felicia who was freaking banging by the way <laughs> so she's banging uh she takes her to the side takes miles to the side and it's like okay miles is getting tips from karen's friend about being the submissive person and she wants a man but she doesn't consider miles a man so it's gonna be an uphill battle you know so and that this is not that's not not everything was said about that that was like a combination of my own notes and what was going on was transpiring but essentially yeah the friend was telling that was telling miles that karen likes to be the submissive person and a man to just uh take care of everything you know what i mean and uh, like she's used to a man just taking care of stuff and it's like fam but i, I get it i get it whatever um but we all know that it's going to be an uphill battle for miles because she just does uh karen does not see miles in that light whatsoever whatsoever she sees that she sees that he's a gentleman and that he's nice and that he takes care of her but she does not sense the alpha male about him you know the the i'm going to get things done type of thing you know so anyway and also caitlin miles's sister caitlin also attractive and uh she says that listen karen he is a good one okay that's that's what the sister says and she's like yo you know you you think i might be saying it because like i'm a sister or whatever but nah, he's a good one um like his, his love is not gonna go away he's a lover and if you put someone in front of him that he's supposed to love he's gonna do it and that's what i love because um that, that's how i think as well you know, I I am a lover, you know, and that's why I, that's why I'm so hard on myself when it comes to dating and stuff, because like, again, yeah, just like Miles, if you put someone in front of me that I'm supposed to love, I'm going to do it. And I do get, and that's why when I try to date these people and try to find a, a, a good mate, I, I do fall for them pretty hard fairly fast and fairly easy and that's why it hurts when i get rejected because i'm like damn man like i combed through a lot of 
women just to get to you and for whatever reason you know you don't want to get with me and again that is completely fine i'm not everybody's preference or anybody or everybody's choice but it does affect me when i'm like damn like shit i get you know i guess she you know i, I can't be with her or she doesn't want to be with me and it, and, it, and it fucks me up but i do put in my all man i am a lover man i am a rom- i am a hopeless romantic and it sucks you know because you want to pour love into that person you want to pour love into that relationship and it sucks when the person smacks the picture away and you're like nope i don't want it <laughs> you know and it's like Arr. but yeah that i yeah i am yeah i pour i definitely pour into that person and hopefully that person uh finds it endearing or not but i completely understand miles in that position so i i'm glad that uh caitlin miles sister said that because again like i said i see a lot of myself in miles and i see a lot of myself in bennett and that's why i am looking with a side eye not even a side eye i'm, I'm looking dead at karen be like yo do not mess with my man because you're because if you're messing with my man you're messing with me because that is me that i'm looking at on the screen you know what i mean so that's me but uh so um we go to brett and olivia and uh, they're at the party now i believe and you know they're having a good time and i forget who she says this to but essentially she's still obsessed about her life and how it will be impacted and i'm not talking about like her life in general i'm talking about her vacation life you know like that thing like ah oh, i just want to just explore and blah blah blah, and i want a husband to be there with me and it's like okay i get it but uh, again then I got I believe I got this from the bald and the beautiful where it's like she Olivia does not she just wants somebody to fill in the life to just plop into the life that she has already built and she is not giving way into what that other person might do you know and I and I kind of I kind of see that too she just wants she just wants the last puzzle piece in her life but she doesn't conclude that that person has a life of their own and will want and not want to do things as well you know she still wants she still wants to live in her grandma ass house she wants to go on vacation she wants to eat three times a week and that's great but it's like the the guy not even talking about brett but the guy that you wanted to include in your life might be like yo i don't want to fucking go out tonight how about that what are you gonna do now olivia you're gonna break down because like your life is in shambles now oh my god he doesn't want to eat out what happened i i, I want to eat out what, what what we're having we're having a a tiff we're having a disagreement he doesn't want to do what i want to do what what's going on you know it's not that it's not like that your 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 partner should not be um your slave you know or your toy you know, the, your your partner is a complete human being that might not do the things that you want to do, i.e. Brett. You know what I mean? Like, I, I believe that Brett is deep down inside a good guy, but you're so fixated and so worried about your quote-unquote budget and your vacationing things that it's like, oh, he's not fitting into my plans. Well, it's not that he's not fitting into your plans, it's just that he has plans as well he is a whole human who has dreams desires goals sadness happiness you know all that stuff all the things that you have just different 
and you're like malfunctioning <laughs> you know you're like ah, ah, does not compute you know what i mean it's like no he has his whole he has his own life so uh, i don't know i don't know but yeah she's she's still obsessed with the impactfulness of what this marriage is um so okay amelia and bennett they have their party um and amelia amelia uh amelia's friend talks to bennett and you know on the side and amelia's friend thinks that bennett is amazing you know he he agrees with the existence and the choice of bennett he thinks that it's bennett's the best he's the real deal that's one and he's the like the best thing that's ever happened to amelia and they're like they're the same but different i'm like they're the same but on the same wavelength they're, they're the same and they're on the same wavelength but they're still different you know so that's great so the last thing to cap it to cap it off really is uh excuse me henry henry and christina so um this is definitely in uh my notes is chicken scratch so uh oh yeah yeah yeah. so christina is you know she's cooking dinner and she's like getting all hot and flustered because her salmon isn't coming out right to the best of her to the best of that she's doing she's like oh there's no foil there's no butter but like okay fine you know i'll just i'll just you know uh do what i have to do you know and and she gets pissed she's like i do all the shopping and she's like how do you turn off how do you turn on the stove and he's like no she's like yeah how do you turn off the stove because she doesn't know how and then he's like um i'm not sure but it's like i don't know why she expected henry to know since he's never he's never lived in that area before and you're holding it against him that he doesn't know how to turn on the oven but bitch you don't know how to turn on the oven so why are you getting mad at him because just because he's the man he's supposed to automatically know how to turn on this uh oven unit that he's never seen before yet you're trying to do the same thing and don't know how to open it yourself so what happened okay so fine he's not a man but guess what you're not an independent woman now too you know like what happened i don't know keep that same energy <laughs> you know so um i don't know but she she gets like super pissed and he and she's like trying to make light of the situation by asking him questions she's like well why did, well why don't you ask me some questions henry and he's like okay so <laughs> henry's like all right so uh damn what, what was it oh what was your wh-? henry asked henry asked actually, actually a good question he asked her what was her favorite dish uh growing up that her mom used to make and she's like hmm i don't know you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna pass on that and he's like mm, you're gonna pass on that like you can't you can't think of a favorite dish that you liked as a child and she's like no and he's like all right fine just just any favorite dish any dish any dish you want she's like i don't know i don't know you know and it's like she just gives up and he's like okay i tried and they are freaking fed they're just fed up with each other and and christina is like super fed up and she's like she she hates that she's forced to make decisions and all this stuff and oh oh that's oh that's what it was too because 
when the food was done, you can see that she's like testing him. So she's like, okay, where do you want to sit? Do you want to sit in the kitchen? Do you want to sit in the living room? Like she's trying everything, every little microaggression thing to see if he will make a move. Not make, not make it like a sexual move, but like to just initiate something or like to take a stand and make a decision on her own. So like he's like, uh, uh, all right, let's sit at the table. You know, you you can see that he gets flustered with these things, and and that's I don't know, man. That's that's wrong of him. If if especially if he has a condition or an issue, that's wrong of him to like. I mean, that's wrong of her to do that to him when she knows that he can't process things in a manner like everybody else can. You know, but she just does it just so she can see that like oh okay he can make the first move or whatever and i don't know she they just uh, i don't know she she really gets on my nerves and she and then you know he's like you know what you know like you're bugging out or whatever you're clearly heated and impatient i'm gonna take like five minutes away from you and then like he leaves the apartment and that's how the episode ends and she is just like messing around with production again and it's just like man what is wrong with this chick you know what what is seriously wrong with this chick i know she's frustrated and stuff but so leave then leave if if you are so frustrated with this gentleman and you don't think that he's gonna make a move or that he's not gonna be the quote-unquote man that you want in somebody else fine man go back to those freaking assholes that you know pump you full of cum and then freaking leave you that you were complaining about, which is why you came on the show in the first place. Go back to those dudes. I'm sure. I'm sure they they miss you, you know, um, because they they need something to do at three o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? So, whatever, man. So, freaking Christina, man. So I don't even know what's going on for the previews for next week, but I'm sure it'll be awesome. But yeah, so that is the. And that was the end of the show, and that is the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, again, I will try to update you guys with all the social media stuff that I have. But um, I am I am on Instagram now, though. So I am on Instagram and Twitter at t i n q p o d. That is Tink Pod. You know the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. All right, and if you want to hit me up or whatever, you know, hashtag the hashtag, the official hashtag for the show is hashtag T I N Q Pod. Okay, and the Gmail in case you want to write in with a story or anything like that, or just give me feedback. Um, it is T-I-N-Q podcast at gmail.com. If you want to call in, give me a topic or a suggestion that you want to hear from the show. It is 845-393-1863. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been the Inquisitive Nobody, and I'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>